I mean, you could still send him those those photos of that bird if you, if you really want to, <laughs> to respark conversation. I forgot about that. I was really looking for I was really looking forward to having that bird conversation with him that now will probably never happen. Hello and welcome to another episode of Finding Mr. Hyde, the podcast. I'm Allie, back with my co-host Erica. Erica, hello, hello, happy Sunday. Hello, happy Sunday, Allie. I have I have good news. You have great news. <laughs> great news. I passed my seller audition, so Woo! I passed the seller. <laughs> uh, very, very, very happy. I uh, went into more I'm detail. I'm so excited on... for you. Thank you, thank you. I went into more detail on the Patreon of the full story, but um. It feels good. It's just a comedy milestone, and uh, I'm both excited and relieved that part is over. And then now, hopefully, I will be getting uh, some spots there, and the fans can come see me if they want to come see a comedy show. So, I mean, I'm obviously coming to see you the next time you have a spot. (laughs) Although, actually, that's probably not true because I'm going home. But the next time I am back in the city and you have (laughs) a spot, then I will be there. Yeah, no, appreciate it. Appreciate the support, and I got uh, I got a lot of very nice messages from the fans wishing me luck. And I just wanted so to say, nice. uh, really, really appreciate it. It was very, very nice to hear from everybody. And um, I'm very, very excited. And it feels like things are moving in the right direction, uh, especially since, obviously, the pandemic crash. I know a lot of people have felt their lives have been shaken up or routine shaken up or things have been kind of feeling a little standstill for me in the comedy world. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. So this feels like a exciting boost. And I'm happy to have it. And... Now the real work is performing there and really proving like I belong there and hopefully they keep booking me. So yeah, that's my, that's my fun little update up top. Super exciting. And the story for those who are not subscribed to the Patreon, first of all, subscribe to the Patreon. It's a lot of fun. Um, Finding Mr. Or no, sorry. Patreon.com slash Finding Mr. Height. Um, the story is super interesting. Like the like inside oh, the baseball. Process? <laughs> yeah. It was like very Ooh. like interesting to hear all about it. So you can go there if you're interested in that story, but I'm so excited for you. I mean, this was just like a week of milestones because we also had our first live show. We did. I mean, that also was super fun. And I was, Ugh, it was so nice amazing. to meet everyone after as well. So thank you to everybody who came out. Yeah. Uh, I had a good time. It was a great first first ever live show. I would like to reiterate to, to some yeah. people. It's, it's our very first one, guys. Also, like, I, I think it's interesting to have different types. Like, this was much more for people who weren't able to come. This was much more. They do cabaret shows there. So there were like couches and little groupings of seating and it was much more of like a mixed standing seating kind of vibe. Yeah. And Which then, you know, next time – some, some people liked that more. Some people really liked it. And then I think next time we could do more a more traditional show type of vibe. We can see what our vibe is. I mean, like you said, it was a test run really. Yeah. So for a very, very first pod ever for me live and for you. For me too. I'm, I was very, very happy with it, and I had a great time. So It was incredible. I just, like, it felt honestly like a dream. Like, that sounds really cheesy, but, like, it really did. Like, on my way home, it felt – it really felt magical, and it felt like the start of something, and I'm so excited to – you know, we've already gotten some feedback from people, like, great constructive feedback of, you know – things that we can do and the things they'd want to see, things that we can change or just different stuff that people would want to see out of a live show. And I just, mm-hmm. I can't wait for what's to come. Yeah. And uh, if you came to the live show and you had a good time or whatever, you have some criticism, submit through our website. We take 
We take your criticism, we take your suggestions into account. So we'd love to hear the feedback from you. And you can go there and submit feedback and, you know, cities you want to see us come to. Yeah, guests, topics, that kind of stuff. For sure, cities you want to see us come to. Because uh, we're going to do more live shows, baby. Hell yeah. Come Definitely another one in New York. But then, you know, I'm taking this show on the road. Yeah, Let's do I'm it. Excited. So I've talked a little bit on the pod about how I've been trying to extend my damp January into into future months. And I have really been enjoying recess mocktails as a way to have what feels like a fancy drink at home, but without the alcohol. Yeah. And also, it's nice to have something in your fridge that just has a little bit of flavor. Totally. And they're they're delicious. They're made with real fruit, sweetened with agave, and again, 0% alcohol. So just a nice nice little flavorful drink that is a little, little play on our favorites here. They got a bunch of great flavors. My personal favorite is the recess watermelon mojito. I actually like to garnish it like it's a actual cocktail. Like I put it in a coupe glass, feel it all fancy, garnish it with a little sprig of mint. It is delicious. And my favorite is the recess ginger lime mule. I'm a ginger gal. And what I love also, not too sweet. Perfect amount of just a little little sweet treat. They're absolutely delicious. And you can get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash FMH. So you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Do you have any other updates up top? There is no update on Captain Kirk. Unfortunately. Which is a major bummer. My matchmaker is on vacation. She had been emailing me and I eventually was just like, listen, let's just talk after New Year's. Like you're on vacation with your kids. Like, oh yeah, this is not urgent. Um, She has not spoken to him. That that much I know. But Mm. she had mentioned they were like playing phone tag or something. I don't know. I basically was just like, let's just talk about this when you get back. Like, again, no urgency. I'm leaving town anyway. Whatever. She also did, though, match me with my – at the time, it was my sixth and final match. I highly suspect that Captain Kirk will not count. Mm -hmm. Um, So this won't be my last match. But she – I have a new match. Oh, okay. Exciting. Yeah. Um, I don't know – well, not that I don't know much about him, but I haven't talked to him much, which is the point. Mm -hmm. Um, He seems really great. We've texted a little bit and discovered that we didn't have any shared time in the city until after New Year's. I'm leaving and then he's leaving for New Year's. So he specifically said like, okay, when I'm back from my trip, like I'll reach out and we'll schedule drinks. Yeah. I mean, I kind of feel it's like better. Just no pressure. Completely agree. I don't want to talk. He's a stranger. I don't want to talk to him for the next, you know, two weeks and like build that thing up like we always talk about. Yeah. It's always just hard of like even going on like one date. We've all had that where you go on one date. It's great. It's amazing. And then you just can't schedule the next one for a while. So you're texting, texting, texting. And then you go mm-hmm. on the second one and you're like, oh, this was not what I made it up to be in my head. Yeah. Happens so, all the time. Yeah. So momentum and, and many other reasons. But but I'm excited. Totally agree. I'm looking to it. Yeah. I'm it's looking actually, for I think, you're, looking for, you're looking forward to me going on a date <laughs> it, two weeks from now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure out a nickname for him later. I'm excited to go out with him. Also looking forward to understanding what happened with Captain Kirk. Yeah. It's just, Who knows? It's annoying, but... It's annoying. And, like, I don't really want to speculate. Could be a million reasons. I hope I will find out the reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and, then, and then we'll see. Yeah. I mean, you could still send him those those photos of that bird if you, if you really want to, <laughs> to respark conversation. I forgot about that. I was really looking for I was really looking forward to having that bird conversation with him that now will probably never happen. 
unfortunately. But alas, hell of a way to reopen the door if you if you if you feel oh so inclined. God. That's just a hard a, just open. A, just a selfie of me with the bird. Yeah, <laughs> being like, you could have had this. You could have <laughs> had this, baby. <laughs> if he didn't want to go out with me already, and now he'd be like, "Good lord, dodged a bullet on that one." Right. Um, um, I actually do finally have a continuing update from our last episode. Oh, exciting! So I talked about how I got that uh, voice memo from a guy mm-hmm. that I matched with on Bumble, who I originally met years ago. Yeah. Uh, so I ended up going out with him this week. Went awesome. out, had a couple drinks before a show. Uh, very, very nice, easy to talk to. Uh. I left the date being like, there was a lot of solid good things about this person of like, he was very close to his family, which I always like mm-hmm. as I'm close with mine. Yeah. Um, he has traveled and is very like not hesitant to go explore new places, oh, uh, which I, I really, that. really like. Yeah. He's a, he's actually a musician. He plays bass like professionally for a living, like standing oh, bass. Cool. So he like works with a different variety of like groups or sometimes just gets called in to go record for someone's song. Uh, so I really, really liked that he had uh, an interesting field in general, but also like he very much clearly is like passionate about something, loves right. music. And I liked that he would find gigs in like new places, partly to just go explore new places. And even with the pandemic, he was like, yeah, I decided don't renew my lease and go like travel, go wherever I can work, stay with friends all that kind of stuff. Uh, so all those things I did really like about him and he was very easy to talk to. Very nice. Very kind. Um, the end of the day, he like walked me to, we went to drinks near my show and mm. he was very like, Oh yeah. Love to do this again sometime. And I was like, yeah, I would go on another date. Like for sure. Uh, actually have a little kiss goodbye, which is very rare for Ooh. me. On our first date, that I was like, okay. Uh, and I'll be honest though. I did leave the date being like, I wish I had like a stronger feeling of a general like pull and attraction to this person of like, yeah, like really wanting them to kiss me slash just like or, a or wanting, that really wanting to go out again. Yeah. Like I wouldn't say spark cause I'm not a spark believer, but it was yeah. just a little bit of that. You're like, oh, I wish I just had like more of a, I don't know how to say it, Like almost like more of an oomph, just more of a, yeah, or just, just even desire. more of a desire to get to know him more. Like more of a like, yeah. oh, I'm really excited to get to know this person more. Like that's right. a great feeling. Yeah, so I, I like left the date being like, okay, yeah, for sure I'd do another one. I would like to get to know them more to get more of a feel on them. Yeah. But it was one you go, but if I don't hear from them again, I don't really care, to be yeah. honest. So sometimes that's a great place to be in where you're like, okay. Let's see what comes if it comes or be quote in your quote in your feminine energy, as some people say of, you know, people coming on to you or pursuing you, whatever you want to call it. Um, So funny that I left that date kind of like talking to myself a little bit of like, you know, Erica, this person like is pursuing you and showing interest and and he has all these great qualities that you liked, like for sure. Go on another one. Like, don't get in your head. Just go on another one. Da da da. So funny that I kind of was convincing myself. And then fast forward to it's been almost a week. Have not heard anything from this man. Yeah. I mean, maybe he was on the same page. Like maybe he was yeah. in a similar like eh kind of spot about it. And right. Then, and then yeah. neither of you have enough like motivation to make another date happen. Exactly. And like I wouldn't blame it on like holiday time. I would just be like, 
I think, yeah, I think maybe both of us just don't feel that hard yeah. drive, excitement. I don't know. When I was going through, we'll talk about this more later, but when I was going through my dates of the year, I had way more of those yeah. than I realized. Right. And that's, <laughs> I made a category, we'll get to it, of like, how did it end? Yeah. And I literally made one. What did I call it? Uh, I called it mutual opt out based on our conversation the other day. Yeah. Mutual opt out. Nobody reached out. But there was um, also this one I made specifically of they did text me, but didn't ask me to go out again. Mm. Like of those people I was kind of on the fence of. I'm like, OK, like I'm texting you back. We're talking. But like, where's where's the move? Where's the plan for the next date? Like and like in those situations, you didn't have enough excitement to go out with them again where you would make the move and make the plan no i know that you are somebody who would do that yeah there was one guy i wanted to go out with again and kept being like a pen pal and i would just literally wrap literally every conversation alley being like yep well if you want to go out again like let me know yeah literally i think one time i even said yeah i'm not looking for a pen pal so yeah oh yeah i remember that guy you want to go on a date again let me know i have no problem saying that but it's funny that those ones that i kind of sit there and go if they ask me again i will say yes but I don't feel enough to initiate it myself, I'll say. Yeah. So. Yeah. I've been there apparently more times than I realized this year. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so, so as of right now, well, I, don't, I don't think, I don't think there'll be another one from that, but that, that was my continuing update. I finally had one for the, for the well, show. Fun that you had a first date. I also forgot to mention that I have another first date. We'll see if it happens, but I have another first date from Bumble scheduled for a, not actually scheduled, but planned on for after New Year's. Oh, okay, fun. Oh, I did. Uh, I did. You talked about your spotlight thing, right? Oh, yeah. This is a guy that came out of that, actually. Funny of I had a spotlight from whatever I upgraded in my account uh, that I did it today because it's Sunday. I was like, oh, yeah, let me I was try actually going to do it again on. after we, you know what? Maybe I'll just go in right now and do it. Um, so that, <laughs> it's like, prime time, baby. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So this was a guy that came from that spotlight um, mm. venture. And he's actually from Australia. And so he was like about to head back to Australia for like an extended trip over Christmas in like through New Year's, past New Year's. Mm, okay. And so he was like, yeah, like I'll, he's like, I'll, I'll text you when I'm back and we should go out. So, you know, we'll see if he does that. Sounds great. Well, love an Australian. They're, they're very fun. Yeah. Fun group. That's pretty much my update. Um, I'm going home tomorrow. I am in no way, shape, or form prepared to have a New Year's Eve party here and oh, host boy. people in my home. And I am coming back three days before New Year's. Okay. So it's going to be dicey. You'll get it done. I mean, I as someone that often does better under pressure, <laughs> I sometimes I, do pressure. I like, also do better yeah. under pressure, but... Exactly. You got, you got it. You'll get it done. Future me problems... Next time, next time I am in New York City, it'll basically be New Year's, which is crazy. Nuts. Well, perfect, perfect timing though for this episode. It's very true. This is our last episode of the year, so we wanted to do our dating wraps, like those videos. So, if, so to set the stage, if you aren't on TikTok or like haven't seen, I think there, I think it's making its way to Instagram as well. But there is or was is a major trend going around of dating wraps. It happened last year too basically in the vein of Spotify rap where people are like going back through their dating history from the year, talking about the dates they went on, the trends they're seeing in the data. Um, 
And I, this probably will surprise a lot of people. I did not keep track of this throughout the year. I had to do all of this today. Yeah, I didn't either. So I, I was like, there's there's a chance some might be missing. And to those people, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but I did my best. I did my best to go through all the ones I could remember or looking at my old Patreon. Um, yeah, I mean, I had a I had an advantage because I just went all the way back to the beginning of the year of my TikTok and just scrolled. And anytime I saw first date, was like, oh yeah, who was that? And then I watched my own video recapping the date to remind myself what happened. <laughs> well, then your data might be more accurate than mine. Then, but I think I think I did a pretty good job. It's it's yeah. interesting to look because it's like like you said, we talk about on the show all the time of your dating patterns and looking at your patterns, and it's like, all right, well, this made me sit down and look at mine of like, where are you meeting these people? what's giving you more success like i've i've never taken a numbers approach to it yeah and and i have had this conversation in general of just oh all of all the relationships you've been in like people you really dated how did you meet those people and for me none of them have been online and it's like when you look at that stat it does make you be like should i even bother with dating apps that's interesting so it's like oh this data can kind of go one way or the other but um yeah. And I mean, we, we've been trying. We'll probably let's save the details of last night's story for the Patreon, perhaps. Yeah, we'll save that. Uh, one. But but we tried. Yeah, we tried. We tried something we new. Did, we did try something new last night. Um, not in a weird, sketchy way. <laughs> just- no, just we're putting ourselves out there, guys. We're doing it. And part of the motivation is this show. And that's why I appreciate having the show, because it makes me be like, OK, be conscious of this part of your life. And, uh, yeah. you know. Make sure you try some new stuff. And I actually, I, I've thought the same thing where there, I think there's a fine line for me between like I, I am cognizant of like not doing things for content because mm-hmm. like making sure – let me put it this way. Making sure that the way that I'm behaving and the way that I'm dating, et cetera, is authentic to me and like in no way driven by content, which I've I think I've gotten good at at making sure that that's true. But the thing that you're saying is also super true that like the the goal for me is to intentionally date to find a long-term partner. Mm-hmm. And that goes along really nicely with wanting to talk about my dating life. It's like, oh, well, I have this thing where I talk about my dating life. And oh, also, I have this thing where I want to meet a long-term partner. And those two things kind of go nicely together. <laughs> yeah. Or honestly, when I watch your like get ready videos for a date – I'm like, I was always wondering, I'm like, oh, does this like motivate you to like wear something cute and get yourself dolled up? Like, cause for me personally, that's something I struggle with in general of like a lot of times I just don't feel like getting specifically dolled up for a date. Yeah. And hilariously of literally that date I just went on, I was actually in a sweatshirt. I was just like, I'm tired. I've had a long day. Like it's a cute sweatshirt, but it's like, yeah, I didn't make myself put on a dress or make myself no, you do shouldn't. my hair a certain way which I'm kind of like yeah you know what who cares and uh literally I was like do you care if I come in a sweatshirt I actually said something and he said do you care if you come in a sweatshirt and I said no and that goes, is that's the appropriate answer because what yeah imagine if he'd been like please don't yeah but I think I just was more being like I've had a long day like yeah I almost felt like this isn't a knock to you because I'll be honest I've had guys show up to a date dressed like very sloppy that made me be like come on yeah like a little bit of this like could we have a little effort here fellas i'm sure you still looked nice even though you were wearing a sweatshirt i'm sure you weren't like i just rolled out of bed and didn't brush my teeth 
Right. Exactly. So it's just like, you know, but it was an interesting that I was like, yeah, screw it. And I was very much myself, very much comfortable. And it's like the dude still made a move to kiss me at the end. So. So there you go. Where's Fletcher Tom first dates, (laughs) y'all? No, well, for me, like I, there's a reason that I'm in the fashion industry. Yeah, like I, it it is a passion and an int- passion might be a little bit of a strong word, but like it is a strong interest of mine. Clothes, makeup, beauty, th- those are very strong interests of mine. It's the reason I chose the career I did. So mm-hmm. like I do like to do that stuff and like it is fun to film it because I have fun doing it and I'd be doing it anyway. Yeah, that makes sense. That so makes sense that's just me. Like, I've ended up in where like <laughs> startup guys all in t-shirts not caring. <laughs> Uh, even though I got laid off but that's where I ended up that's where I ended up yeah so like for me that makes sense it makes sense like it's like oh yeah I'm I'm in this industry because I really like to do that stuff right so here we are and I actually feel like of the people that I work with or have worked with I am the least into clothes and makeup and stuff that's always interesting yeah so it's like funny it's funny to like be in different worlds and be like the most into something in one group and the least Mm -hmm. into that same thing in another group. Oh, I feel that. I feel that. Listen up, guys. If you haven't heard yet, we're coming to the DC Comedy Loft for another live podcast Thursday, March 21st. Get your tickets. We are, I think, over halfway sold out already. Well over halfway sold out. So get your tickets. If you want to come experience some magic live, we want to meet you. We want to talk to you. We're going to have so much fun. And it's also Allie's birthday that week. It is my birthday that week. So, and my mom might be there. I'm excited. You can go to findingmrhyde.com slash live to find an easy link also in our bios to get those tickets. And we are going to have an after party afterwards where we can really meet and greet, talk to everybody somewhere in the area. Yeah. So make sure you come DC Comedy Loft Thursday, March 21st. And if you want to check out some stand up, I'm going to be there all weekend. So Friday and that Saturday, I'll be doing stand-up shows. Start swiping on Hinge. Bring a date. Have a good time. And you'll, you can come and meet Allie's mom, which we still have some spots left on our Portugal trip. And a little update on that. A few of you reached out to us about, hey, I want to come either, unfortunately, I don't have my mom anymore, or I want to come with my aunt. I want to come with my sister. I just want to come with a friend. The trip is officially open to anybody that would like to come, as long as you don't mind. Half the trip being moms and daughter combos. Everybody's excited to come. Doesn't matter. You are welcome to join. Travel with us. It's going to be so, so fun. You can also check that out at findingmrhight.com slash podcast. If you have any questions about it, feel free to reach out. We're happy to answer anything. We're just so excited to be there with our moms and with you. Yep. Next October, October 4th through 10th. Check it out. Come travel with us too. Okay. So for this episode, we also polled the fans to get a feel of everybody else's dating wrapped for 2022. Yeah. Uh, First question we had was just, are you single or not single? I had 66% of people were single. 34% s- not single. How about you? I had 69. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I yeah. saw that just now and because I just pulled it up. I checked it earlier, but I want I wanted the latest and greatest. So I pulled it up and out loud was like, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually surprised. Like, I'm excited that there are 30% of people-ish that aren't single that are listening. I think that's great. Yeah, and interacting because it's yeah because right yeah not just listening but like answering the polls. Yeah, like we're two single people, so appreciate getting some stats of some some knots. Yeah. Uh, um. So the next thing we asked was if you were single at all this year, how many first dates did you go on? I did not 
know what the appropriate range to put would be. Like, same. I did it before I had done my own stats. I was like, I don't know. Like, is twenty plus going to be ridiculous at the end of at the end of the range? And I was surprised that my followers, the average answer was like, looks like it's about seven or eight. I got the same thing, just below ten. Yeah, I it's not quite in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which makes sense. That makes sense. To yeah, me. that's almost yeah, so going the, on one so I guess new the range data was, Yeah, which so I guess the range was okay if like the answer is like somewhere in the almost in the middle of the range. Yeah, one person did DM me and she was like thirty-seven. I was like, oh, okay. <gasps> I was like, good for you. Thirty-seven. Wow. She beat me. I was like, damn. And she was like, yeah, that it's takes really energy. Helpful. It does. Good if anything, her. I was impressed. I was like, I am impressed. Good for you. Good for wow. you. That's a hustle, yeah. Right? Okay. Next question. Of the first dates, where did you meet most of them? I got 84% set a dating app. Um, and then the rest 91. were even. 91. Oh, okay. 91 dating app on mine. But then the rest are even after that. Yeah, that makes sense. You are the Bumble Queen. That makes sense. Uh, <laughs> uh, so the, yeah, the, other three that, the other three that we gave were through friends, stranger in the wild, or other, which... Like, I guess Matchmaker, for example, would fall into Other for me. I don't know what Other Other yeah, would that's, would be. I don't think that's a super common one with most people. Definitely so. not. Uh, yeah, I got basically all of those were 6% each. Yeah, maybe like at work. People would have put at work in Other if somebody if they met somebody at work. True, maybe. They probably would consider that Other. Um. Okay, and then we said also of those first dates, what did most of them entail? The vast majority... Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The the options are drinks, a meal, coffee slash walk, or other. And drinks was the landslide victor at 62% for me. I had 60, about the same. Yeah, pretty close. And then a meal and a coffee were pretty neck and neck, 18 and 16. And then other was 4%. For mine, I put a meal slash food because I thought of like dessert dates I've done, like ice cream dates. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, one just by a little bit. Twenty three percent coffee slash a walk was fourteen. Other was three percent. Yeah, so, and so like same. other might be like activities or stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, this is why I've debated like just being sober for a while. Is I was very intrigued of how would it affect my dating, and would I feel I was having better quality dates as opposed to the easy, oh let's get a drink. It feels like very low effort, very easy. Not that I'm knocking it. Because especially from an app, it's like we've never met. Yeah, I don't expect a high investment per se. But right, we don't need to be crazy creative. Yeah. Uh, next question: Did anyone ghost you this year? I had fifty nine percent yes. Exact same percentage. Oh shit! So fifty nine yes, forty one no. Yeah, which is like that's a bummer. That's basically sixty percent of people have been ghosted. Yeah, but I mean, our next question is, did you go somebody? (laughs) Which it's like, we always read this and go, oh, that's terrible. These people got ghosted. And then it's like, okay, how many of you ghosted someone? It was lower, but I wouldn't say drastically lower from from my people. It was 41% said yes. So it was flipped. Yeah. Mine was 35. So like, I'm like, 35% of you are a little suspect on being upset about being ghosted. Yeah, right. Which... I mean, I'll be honest with you right now, Allie. Uh, I, I actually, looking through my dates, I was like, oh, I did ghost two people. I ghosted I ghosted one person, but we'll yeah. we'll get into it. I actually, I <laughs> I stand by my decision. 
we talked about it on the Patreon. The regular pod didn't hear the story, but we'll get there. Mm-hmm. This I was very intrigued to hear of what's one thing you did differently in your dating life this year? I was shocked at how many submissions. I think this is the most submissions that I have ever gotten for any question that I've ever posted. I, like I any got a lot open-ended too. poll. Yeah. Yeah, which I was I was I was very pleased because I was very intrigued to be like, okay, what what are people trying differently out there? Yeah. What themes did you notice? Uh I had a couple people write in about testing out ethical non-monogamy. Oh, interesting. Which I found very intriguing. And that's obviously something like we often can't know just by like what, looking at someone's, you know, Instagram profile or something. Yeah. I had a few people that completely got off dating apps. I, I saw that too. People said even, or if they didn't, there, there was a theme of people trying to meet more people in real life. So whether they completely got off dating apps or whether they were just extremely intentional about diversifying, as I said on the Patreon uh, this weekend, diversifying their traffic sources. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. For your, what is it? I noticed funnel? that. My funnel. Yeah. Funnel. Yeah. E-commerce speak for you. Um, and then I really, the biggest theme, which I think makes total sense based on the fact that they're listening to this podcast, is people who were upfront about what they wanted, upfront about their needs. Like just people, just there was a really, really strong theme in the answers that I got of I just went for stuff. I said what I was feeling or I, you know, put my needs first, like that kind of thing. I, I would probably say that was the number one submission I got was people saying something along the lines of dating with intention, being very direct and upfront of what I wanted instead of hoping to get it. And I had a few people saying, finally said point blank what I was looking for and got it and found it. Yeah. Which love that for all you guys. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Uh, And a combination of had higher standards slash better boundaries. I was about to say the, the, the phrase better boundaries really stuck out to me when I was scrolling through, Mm -hmm. which I love, love, love for all of us. But it was uh, it was very nice, very nice to hear all these. Although, okay, two made me laugh that I got. Okay, ready? Here's one. Hit the suburbs. Oh, <laughs> so I was like, well, that's honest. This one was like, that's great. I was like, you know what? The city life isn't cutting it. Let's hit the burbs. Let's, Let's go move to that location. Let's try the burbs. Let's try something else. Uh, and I had one person submit. Uh, stopped offering to split the bill. Oh, interesting. Which, here's my take on that. I'm very like, hey, if splitting the bill is a deal breaker for you, yeah, why are you offering? I don't that I totally agree. We talked about this um, a couple months ago, maybe, on the pod um, before you joined. I personally, I offer, I don't mind splitting the bill. I, I think it's nice if the person who asked you out pays for it. It's not a deal breaker for me. I don't like the test. I don't like the offer to see if they'll... except what they probably assume is a genuine offer because why wouldn't it be? Yeah. And uh, Jared Free did a Ted talk about this and he surveyed a ton of men and he has a, you know, bigger following than me. And all of them were like, we're assuming we're paying for the date. And the only reason we do is because we feel like the, we split it or let the other person pay is because we feel like they want to. Right. Cause why would you offer to split it if you weren't genuinely willing and, yeah. able to split it so i agree i'm like it's a it is a weird test yeah I to think be so giving too. someone 
uh, or it's like, yeah, if you offer, you can't be mad and hold that against them if they take you up on your offer. Like, I fully agree. And I, while also thinking that it's okay if that's a deal breaker for you, but like, I don't, I don't necessarily think that test is doing what you think it is. Yeah, exactly. I agree. I'm like, if that's a deal breaker, have it be your deal breaker. Cause I've had it be a deal breaker in the sense of like, I sit there and I say, well, if I had a son, I would raise them to pay for the bill the way that I guess I was raised in my house. I'll say like more traditional. So it's kind of like, yeah, I would like to be with someone who kind of has those similar values, but I'm not going to sit there and test them or offer and then be mad that I had to pay. Like, not me either. What are we doing? Uh, yeah, but those are my highlights. Yeah. I just, I really loved it. I'm, I was truly floored by how many responses I got. And I just, I thought it was really cool. This person said, gave up. Cool. <laughs> I mean, I had, I think Perfect. I had two that were like, finally got back out there. Yeah. I think I, 2020, a lot of people just fully shut I, it down. Also, on the flip side of things, saw a lot of people saying, took breaks when I needed it. And I thought that that was yeah. kind of in line with the better boundaries thing of like, noticing when you're feeling overwhelmed, noticing when you're not bringing your best self to dating because you're overwhelmed, you're burned out, whatever it is, take a break. Yeah. Focus on something else. Yeah. Recharge. Okay. So now we have our, our I keep wanting to say Spotify wrapped, our dating wrap. Uh, we do have a Spotify wrapped that I keep forgetting to post. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we do. Uh, all right. Which which one do you want to hit first? Um, How many first dates did you go on? So, oh, well, we're both single. So we could start with that question. Okay. Yes. Both single. <laughs> uh there was yeah this year there was only like two months i wasn't uh i'd say three months i wasn't really looking to go on other dates that i was seeing the relationship guy yeah that's interesting so i i mean i was technically single i wasn't i was never exclusive with anybody the entire year like in terms of like we've agreed to be exclusive Mm -hmm. but I wasn't seeing anybody else for the first two months of the year. Not not quite two. For the first, like, five weeks of the year because I was still dating the rower and, like, not really open to other people. And then there was, like, a month or so, I would say. Felt like longer. But looking back on it when I was actually going – it was act- this was actually interesting. Going back through my TikToks was the way that I did this, like I mentioned. And so I was also able to see when the dates were because I could see when I posted the video and I always yeah. post it basically the next day and it just it's crazy how time warps in your mind oh i mean especially crazy of we had a we had a question we'll get to about crying about somebody mm-hmm. and it's like oh now that feels so long ago yes and it's like realistically erica what what was the last time you cried about that person i don't know three months ago but it feels like a year Yeah, it's so what I realized, so I was about to say that there was about a month when I wasn't going on any other dates besides the disco ball. Mm -hmm. That felt like so much longer. And I dated him for longer than that, but it was only about a month when I had decided like, you know what, I'm not, like I said earlier, I'm not bringing my best self to dating anybody else right now Mm -hmm. because I'm into this guy and I'm going to see where it goes. Yeah. And And that's also why that time seems longer is because your brain was so occupied and focused on yeah. something during that time yeah yeah, it made sense like i wouldn't have been fair to anybody else to be dating anybody else so it made sense to do that mm. but yeah looking back on it i was like damn that was not actually that long no not at all uh okay so 
first dates, I had a total of total people. So I guess that's total first dates was 19. Oh, we're really close. Oh, I thought you were going to blow me out of the water on this one. (laughs) I haven't dated much in the, in this past. Oh, okay. Like the past, like four, three, four months or so. Um, minus 20 people. Oh, okay. But technically only 18 first dates because one, the rower's first, the rower first date was in 2021. So I didn't go on a first date with him in 2022. I, he's in that number 20. Yeah. Okay. But we didn't go on, we didn't go on a first date this year. Sure. And then the comeback kid, I dated him years ago. So we oh, also yeah, did not go on a first date. It was our third oh, okay. date, technically. Got it. So okay. they're they're both in these numbers that I'm like going to use, but I just thought that was kind of interesting. Okay, so from your stats, I'm curious how many people got or uh, how many people got a second date slash what percentage made it to a second date. I'm including the rower in all these numbers, even though technically we only went on New Year's was our fifth date. Okay. So, but like I, I felt we like it. It doesn't makes the numbers don't make sense if he's not in there. Yeah. So I just included him. So of the twenty people, five or twenty five percent exactly made it to second dates. You're very close to me. Mine was four people, so it was twenty one percent made it to a second. Damn, we're so close. <laughs> it's like damn. Okay. Uh... And I actually, if you made it to a second, you made it to a fourth this year for me that's a very interesting yeah uh i only have one that made it to a third date and then that was uh the relationship guy and and he was like total of like about eight dates i guess yeah i didn't have the exact numbers um yeah so (laughs) or sorry third third date because the padre made it to three dates but then i had then i had the rower the disco ball the comeback kid and the journalist obviously the rower and the disco ball i went on 10 plus dates with yeah. um but then the comeback kid and the journalist i went on four dates with them this year okay i mean i feel like for most people like if you make it to a third there is that high chance for the fourth and i feel like that's why mine mine is often that second date is that's that the drop off. off yeah um i know and i try to make it to a third because it's i've seen so much you know dating and relationship data like logan yuri i love because all her stuff is very data driven uh yeah and, and research based and she's a big component of like for sure go on the second date but even more so like the attraction thing specifically a lot of times for women of not fully feeling that attraction and that pull many many people say like get to the third and if if you really aren't feeling it at the third that that's a fair that's a really fair try so on that note so obviously both of our second date percentages are fairly low Mm -hmm. in like in the 20s right what percent would you have gone on a second that I didn't get one? No, just total. Oh, let me calculate it right now. Uh, I'd say there was like, I say there was like five other people I would have gone on a second if they had asked. So if we count them, it only yeah. bumps me up. Uh, that would bump me up to 47%. So almost half. It bumps me up to 45 if I include – this is weird that our stats are so similar. <laughs> Consider it – yeah, like that's just really weird. Um, yeah, so if I include – basically I, I I did a stat that was like did I want more 
quote unquote. And it was yes, no, and maybe. And my, because I wanted to delineate between like the definite yeses Mm -hmm. versus the like, I, like you said, I would go out if they asked people. That's what I'm saying. And if I include. I was just, for me, there was only one that stuck in my mind that I really wanted a second date and I, and we didn't go out on another one. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your train of thought. No, but that's, so it's just interesting that if I include those people, it's, yeah, it's about half. It would be more, yeah. So, hey, I look at that of, like, it's not like I'm not willing to do the second date. Well, what that kind of said to me, though, is that, like, so I, let's just skip ahead to the stat of, like, that number. So, for me, the, the, like, mutual opt-out thing that we talked about of how does it end nobody reaches yeah Yeah. of how did it how does it end mutual opt-out was eight of my 20 people mine was so 40 percent yeah mine was 63 percent that just oh wow nobody reached out yeah yeah so like i was surprised to see that it was that high and it it actually got me thinking like i think that's something i want to change i want to be more decisive of either absolutely I want to give this another chance and like Logan Yuri says I think I should hedge in that direction more often mm-hmm. or let's not be wishy-washy about it if I'm not into this I'm not into this because there are people that are in that maybe camp that I know based on my date recap video basically that I would have said yes if they'd asked me out again but that I probably shouldn't have said yes Interesting. So you're basically changing it to, I will reach out if I go, yes, I would go on a second date again. Yeah. And if you sit there and say, I don't, I wouldn't reach out, then just, it's just going to be a no. It's just going to be a no. Yeah. Like that means it's a no. Right. If I I don't want to go enough, if I don't want to go out with them enough to reach out, Mm -hmm. then that means it's a no. But I think I want to reach out a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's just, it's a little bit of this thing that it's like, yeah, sometimes it's just it would make me more attracted to them if they did pursue me. I'll I'll admit that. There's yeah, I, I totally I'd know, understand that. If they had a little more drive and a little more pursuing, and and I don't I don't like saying the word wooing because I'm not saying like show up and buying me flowers, but just <laughs> you know showing that interest like is the yeah. thing that can persuade you sometimes. So I don't I'm know if totally I would do totally with you exactly your method. Because I, I do feel I do that do that. If I really want the second date, I will just throw it out there. And even when I feel in my gut that they're not into it, I'm like, I don't care. I'll throw it out there and yeah. then move on with my life. So I think it's because like as I'm thinking about as I went through those actual people, I'm like, I should have reached out to them. Like not all of them, but there are like a few where I'm like, oh, like I I should have. Like I'm not sitting here thinking like, oh my God, he's the one that got away. Yeah. But, like, I think I was maybe – I was too quick to decide not to. And I do know that some of this is because there were times when I – like, some of some of this happens when I was in the early stages of dating the disco ball. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I do know that that had an impact on me. Yeah. I mean, obviously it would. Yeah, but at the time you recognized it because you essentially took that month where you I said, stopped. you know what? Yeah. It's kind of not worth it for me mentally to be going on these other dates, and I'm not yeah. really giving them a fair shot. So I think Completely. that's a pretty self-aware to say. Oh, well, thank you. No problem. Uh, what were your other ending stats? I had, I admitted this earlier, but I have the ghosting where I ghosted them. Mm-hmm. It was two people. Uh, so 11%. 
And one one was one that I should have sent a message along the lines of like, hey, I had a nice time on the first date. I, I, to be honest, I'm not really feeling it for the second date. Yeah. Whatever. Some type of nice text group. The other one I do stand by as a, I got a huge, very long message from someone like on my way home from the date. And it had like a breakdown of like different parts of the date. One breakdown was like, also, you you are really pretty, and I really liked that. Like it was like a crazy kind of synopsis. I, sorry, I hate to call people crazy, so I don't mean crazy, but it was a synopsis kind of like of what I looked like, and then a synopsis of like, also you're a great conversationalist, and I could see why you you host a podcast. And so it was like a Yelp review. It was. I remember screenshotting this to you, Al. It was that you did. It was a, like a super long. And I got that message and I just was sitting there being like, I don't know how to answer this. It was just a lot. Yeah, I understand that. And it was one of those dates that at the end they were like, would love to do this again, da, da, da. And I was like, yeah, I got to look at my schedule. Like, I'll let you know. And I I kept it vague because I hate, I hate caving to saying, yeah, sure. And in your head, you're like, no, I I know I don't want another one. But you don't always feel comfortable in the moment. Like you, you especially if you're getting that kind of energy from someone, you don't know how they're going to react to a yeah a live rejection. Like that can be a lot, right? And and I am a fan of like let me sleep on it a little. Yeah, give me a, a second to come to the decision and not make and not make me be decisive in that moment. But uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm like one I stand by. The other one I was like I. I should have, and I wouldn't have told him this reason, but the reason I didn't want to do another one was it turns out he lied about a couple things on his dating profile. So then upon the date in person, like I wasn't really remembering. And then I checked his dating profile and I was like, Ooh, for me to be on the fence. And then I see that you like lied about a few things like your age and other stuff. I was like, you know what? That's just too much of a red flag for me. I was like, I don't know. But still, I think I should have at least answered his message. I do think I should have. In an ideal world, sure. But like in that one, I understand why you didn't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So, you know, you should never ghost people. And then it's like, shit happens. If anything, looking at the year made me go, all right, when I've been ghosted. All right. You know, they probably just didn't know what to say. They probably just didn't know what to say. Didn't want to give me the honest reason. Whatever. Yeah. I I did ghost someone this year. But I have what? I only have one, it's 5%. I fully stand by it because it wasn't even quite a first date, but I did include him. It was a guy, I really only talked about it on the Patreon. Um, it was a guy that we met up at, so Cindy and I were going, we went to this um, concert in Prospect Park together. And I was talking to a guy on Bumble that day who was also going and we made plans to meet up. And it it turned out he did already have the ticket because they were sold out. There's no way that he could have gotten this ticket after we had the conversation. But he wasn't there with anyone else. And it turned into basically a first date that Cindy was also on that I didn't end on having. Like we had said in our messages that we were just going to like meet up for a beer at the beer tent and like go our separate ways. And that is not what happened. And he made me so uncomfortable and he kept touching me even when I asked him not to. Mm. Like I was wearing a backless top and he kept like sliding his hand into my top. Oh. Ooh. To the point where Cindy noticed that I was uncomfortable and like helped me escape. And we we literally like ran from this guy. 
Yeah, I don't blame you. That's very uncomfortable. And so I, I did. He did text me, and I did ghost him. But I honestly, he made me so uncomfortable. I was just overwhelmed by. All yeah, of it. yeah. I don't, I don't blame you on that one. Yeah. So, um, so that's the only time that I ghosted. I was ghosted twice. Interesting. I couldn't. I couldn't remember any of these people ghosting me. That's great. I don't think any of them dating did. good people, which was nice. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Not uh, a brag. The people who ghosted me were people that I went on multiple dates with. Oh, yeah. So that was great. R.I.P. I know. Um, oh, so I said I had this weird stat of I had. They did text me, so there was communication. However, no other date was planned. They didn't ask, yeah. and I didn't ask. Um, so more like was, a slow fade kind of thing? I would honestly put this as a category of someone that would have had sex with you that went on a date with you. However, that's all they wanted. That's how, that's how I write those situations off. It's like, yeah, fair. They're floating around and it's like, Oh, if I see this man again, it's going to be a real last minute. Oh yeah. Out right now. Let's meet up. Like, Oh, there's yeah. some comfortability of we already met. Um, so that was four, which was 21%. And then the, they ended it. I had one 5% and that was a uh, relationship guy. He technically pulled the cord first. Yeah, I have – so I had the mutual opt-out, which was 8, 40%. I ghosted was 1, 5%. He ghosted was 2, 10%. Then I had two phone calls. Oh. Both the rower and the journalist ended as phone calls. Oh, right. Ended okay. with phone calls. Technically – so this is where I – in the who ended column, the rower is tagged as me, question mark? Because hmm. technically I did. Technically I am the one who called him and said I'm not okay with this anymore and I want to stop dating. Yeah. But I wouldn't have if he wanted to date only me. So he I didn't... still count that as you. That was you. Yeah. I, I think I think it was me, but like not for the normal breakup reasons. Yeah. I get that. Um so that was that. And then there were seven people that I texted and said I wasn't interested. Thirty, So 35% I texted to say I wasn't interested. You know what's funny? I feel like this year, I don't, I don't know if I ever had to give that official text. I think maybe I only did twice. I couldn't remember, so I didn't include it yeah, in mine. I did um, a bunch. Oh, and then there was one person who texted me that they weren't interested. Oh, all right. Well, what other breakdowns do we have to give before I wrap this up? Um, where we met people. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is an easy, quick one. So mine is, these were my four options. Bumble, Hinge, in real life, mm-hmm. and set up by somebody. Oh, you had a set up. I had two set ups, actually. Two people that were introduced to me by a friend to go out with. Uh, so that's 11%. In real life, I had three people. 16%. Hinge was five. 26%. Bumble was nine. 47%. So a yeah. trend I changed this year was I got back on Bumble for two years. I really didn't, uh, didn't get on that app really at all. Yeah. Well, as we know, I am a Bumble queen. So my, my only three options are Bumble hinge and matchmaker. I didn't meet anybody in person this year, which looking back on the year, that is a massive thing that I want to change in 2023. I want to meet more people in person. I am and I did go. I did go to four singles events. 
Oh, so I was yeah, you happy did. about that. Two of them were, three of them were with you, actually. Oh, it's, you know what? That reminds me. I did two speed dating events, but I didn't count them in these dates because I felt oh, like. Oh, I didn't count. I didn't do that. Yeah. I didn't count my speed dating event either. Right. But yeah, I did, I did a handful really of live events this year. It, it didn't turn into any dates, but I tried. Yeah, you and I went to those the two Thursday events, and then we mm-hmm. did the Chaotic Singles event, and then I also did one speed dating event. So that's something I want to change. In 2023, I want to get better at meeting people in person. I'm really bad at it. Like I just – so you and I went out last night with the intention of meeting people, which th- that didn't happen for reasons that were outside of our control. But, <laughs> But I just am not – how do I how do I put it? I don't like talking to strangers. Like it's it's very um people are surprised to find this out about me because I am such an extrovert. I am a consummate extrovert. I get energy from being around people. I get I get energy from groups and energy from being out and being social. But I don't like talking to strangers. I don't like small talk at all and I'm bad at it because I'm I'm bad at pretending that I'm enjoying it when I'm not. I get what you mean. I mean, this is why I've never been able to like be dating someone, not be into it anymore. And like do that. Like, Oh, I'll, I'll end it in two months though. No, I'm like, I can't, I can't fake this. So that is, yeah. I don't, I don't mind talking to people in person. No, you're much better at it than I am. (laughs) But what's funny is if you said firsthand, (laughs) but if you said to me, it's funny, someone submitted that on my questions today. It was like, Oh, like how to get, flirty banter going on a date and like fl- be more oh flirty. that i'm good at to be honest with you that's that i don't think i'm good at it really depends like i'm like i don't that was a question i was like i don't know what to tell you i don't sit here and go i think i'm the best flirter i am good at like initiating a conversation and opening the door per se but to like yeah get in that flirty mood and flirty vibe i don't naturally have that feeling a lot with people mm. that that's something i I'm like, I I have tried to improve that and I don't I don't know what advice to give. And that's that department I, that I'm definitely good at, but I have to already be in the mindset like I'm on a date with you, for example. That makes sense. I get that. I'm not like, you know, or or we've started talking somehow at a bar and now we're flirty. Like that then once I'm over the hurdle of you being a stranger that I'm making small talk with for no reason, then I'm great. But it's just it's real hard. So that's something that I want to – and I have a lot of like shame and embarrassment about walking up to people in public that I absolutely shouldn't have. Interesting because no anytime, anytime I think about initiating someone I see in real life, just even conversational, I the thing I always repeat to myself is people want to be talked to. It's so true. Especially well, like if we're in a bar situation or so, like where I'm just like, you know, I'm like, everybody goes out with that thought of, oh, maybe I'll talk to somebody. And it's whatever I'm doing is flattering. So even if they're not interested, it is flattering that uh, that someone initiated with them. That's true. I think that could help me because although I said very true and you said people want to be talked to, I don't. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you don't. So I don't want to be talked to. That's not actually true. But like. You're but, a little more timid to be talked to yeah yes so i think that 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 wouldn't help me because i'd be like oh shit if the other person's like me then they are not going to be into this mm-hmm. if they're not interested I but i think saying. i think trying to frame it as like it's a flattering thing no matter what yeah that could help me so i, I yeah. like that reframe like even um, if they're not interested in me it's like 
I just put a little pep in their step. Yeah. They're going to be a little flattered that I, you know, smiled at them, said something like. Totally. You know, they get to go back so, to their boys and be like, oh, that girl was totally like, she totally she wanted was hitting me. on me. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Totally bring her home. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so that's, th- so, but of those things, I had an overwhelming percentage was Bumble. 11 of the 20 or 55% came from Bumble. Okay. Only five for twenty five percent. No, sorry. Only five people, twenty five percent from Hinge, and then four people, twenty percent from my matchmaker. Okay. I was gonna say of the matchmaker dates, I'm the most uh, interested of how many of those typically make it to a second date. More than so of so, in my full matchmaker thing, I will also I will add in two other people. From 2021, I think I went on two matchmaker dates in 2021. Now I'm losing track. I'm losing track. But only one, nope, two. Only two of the six people that I've gone out with through my matchmaker, I haven't gone on a second date with. So I guess said the other way, two-thirds. Yeah. Yeah. Two-thirds of people, 66% of people that I go out with through my matchmaker have made it to a second date. And actually, all of those made it to a third i'm just trying to think in my head but yeah all of those made it to a third so do you mind if i ask if say you whatever you're the end of your current uh subscription whatever you call it with your matchmaker yeah that ends do you think you would renew to do another you know potentially six dates or however many months with a matchmaker i'm not going to immediately after but the only reason is because I, I have a certain amount of money per month. I, I eat, well, it's more per year because it's not, it doesn't usually happen in an evenly split way. I have a certain amount of money per year that I budget myself to spend on things like this. Okay. Like expensive things that are like mm-hmm. one time purchase type of things. Yeah. And I have allocated that money in different ways already in 2023. Okay. Makes sense. But so you're, I you're don't. Yeah, no, I'm absolutely not opposed, but it's not in the it's not currently in the budget. Got it. I mean, I think this is how most people feel of the idea of a matchmaker. I feel that way. If I was like, if money was no object to me, I absolutely would hire oh, a matchmaker course. and go, why not? Let, let me see what this does. Let, you yeah. know, let me outsource this free? work. If it was free, else. absolutely. Yeah, but that's when I that's why I struggle to answer the question when people ask, is it worth it? To me, it absolutely was right. and continues to be, even even if I don't meet a partner from it i have really enjoyed the experience and i've learned a lot about what i'm looking for Mm, and how to articulate what i'm looking for to someone else interesting has helped me like having to articulate what i'm looking for and also as after i go on each date debrief it with somebody in a way that's like oh i kind of forgot to tell you this we should we should shift things that has taught me a lot, and I think that has been really valuable. But the reason why it's difficult for me to tell people if it's worth it or not is like, it depends on how much disposable income you have. It, it really does, because I'm someone, especially you know, just being laid off from my day job, my income just decreased drastically. So even with that day job, though, I would be one of those people that like, okay, if you say to me, here's a dollar amount. If you paid this dollar amount, I would give you your soulmate. Would you pay it? I'd go, yeah, absolutely, right? However, here's a dollar amount. You can have a chance at finding your soulmate. If I essentially don't end up, I won't even say soulmate. I'll just say end up in a relationship 
from yeah. any of the matchmaker matches, I personally would go, I felt like this was a waste of money. Yeah. Like I know then, myself yeah, and I would be frustrated. For you. So it's not, yeah, it's money that I'm like, as of right now, I don't have it to put in that direction. Uh, but yeah, it's a, that's why it's a, it's an interesting, I think it would be an interesting experience. And I do think a lot of people would learn from it. So it's like, I've been yeah, tempted. Yeah, I definitely I have. Haven't, haven't had the means to try that yet. So that's no yeah. shade to matchmakers. I think what they do is a very helpful and very interesting. So Yeah. I also have the added bonus of like, there was the extra thing of, oh, this is a good thing for me to have personally experienced because a lot of clients ask about it. True. Very true. So it was also like a there's a business use for me. So it's a it's a little bit of a different, you know, yeah, thought process that. about whether it's worth it or not. I get that. Um okay, so the last last two wrap ups here. What were your dates? Um I accidentally counted, I think, all of the dates, not just first ones for this one. So excuse me if I did oh, that okay. wrong. Uh so drinks was twenty, so sixty nine percent. Coffee was nice. two. Those were two first dates, 7%. A walk was one. That was technically a second date, but whatever, 3%. Uh, some type of activity were three, 10%. Food was three, 10%. So very, very strongly drinks. Yeah. I only counted first dates. Meals would be much higher. Meals and activities would be much higher if I'd counted the other, the other Same dates. Here. I, I didn't. So <laughs> that's why mine were yeah. higher. Um, <laughs> so, but Drinks was still lower than yours, though, even not including, oh. like, even only including first dates. So drinks was 13%, 65%, or excuse me, 13 dates, 65%. Um, then I had even split for meal, activity, and coffee. I did coffee and walk because the two walks that I went on, we had coffee. Yeah, that makes so sense. So I didn't have any coffee dates that didn't include a walk. Um, so those were two each or 10% each. And then I had one virtual date this year. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I had a handful in 2020, but after that, I haven't done a virtual one. Yeah, it was a guy who, like, was, like, that was part of his thing. Then he was like, I basically was a deal breaker for him if you don't want to go on a virtual date. And I was like, yeah, okay, sure. But then we never went on a physical date. <laughs> I'm really not opposed to, like, the FaceTime before meeting, especially from online. But I've found it to be very frustrating of being the one initiating that. Mm. And I, especially after 2020, I felt a lot of people were burned by the virtual date. That so many people were like, I am never doing that again. And I'm like, all right, fine. We'll meet in real life. Like, cool. Yeah. I don't prefer to. I will do it if that's what somebody wants to do because, I mean, why not? It doesn't take very much time. But I don't think it's a good necessarily gauge of what your in-person vibe is going to be. It's hard for it to not feel interviewee. Yeah. I mean, I've even had awkward virtual interactions with people on this this podcast because yeah. of like techno technological difficulties or like you can't quite you're you're not sure if the other person's going to start talking like it's awkward and it's not even a date with a stranger so you know i get it i get it um so this next one we we put together an interesting one that i did i don't think i saw on people's you know little dating yeah. things uh, and I added to it personally. You don't have to add to it if you want, but it got me thinking. So yeah. we had basically how many of these people you went on dates with did you end up crying about or crying over? Uh, mine was one. There was only one person that I like got emotional, cried over situation. Uh, and so 5%. I added how many people of these people I went on dates with did I sleep with at some point? 
Mm. And then I also added how many of these people did I kiss at some point? So let's start with kissed. Let's start with base one. Uh, first base, anyway. Uh, uh, mine was eight people. So 42%. And I actually was, like, surprised at that. I wish I'd kissed more people this year. <laughs> no. Well, hilarious. I had that same feeling, Allie. So I was like, oh, I, I'm like, I never, like, really kiss anybody or what. I, like, But I, I think it's because in my head I think make out, like a full-on make out. Oh, yeah. But going through these dates jogged my memory where I was like, oh, there actually was eight people. You like had a kiss at the end or at one point in your date. So I was like, oh, that was jealous. Shockingly much higher than I thought. Um, And then slept with, uh, I had two, two of these people that I went out with. I did sleep with at some point and that's 11%. I only kissed four people this year. Interesting. Which means that I did not, which this is, this surprised me. I did not kiss anyone and then not go on a second date with them. That makes sense to me. Yeah, that makes sense. But that would that's not the case for you though, right? Because you didn't go on eight second dates. That is very true, Allie. I did not. But I did not. No, but I don't mean to, I don't mean to call you out, but in historically that hasn't been the case for me. That's why I was surprised. Okay. Because historic sorry, I didn't no, wasn't fine. being like, ha ha. No. No, it's fine. Um, I just I didn't realize that either. Yeah, you're like that makes sense. I'm like, no, wait, but wait. <laughs> no, because so in the past, I actually think that this speaks to better boundaries on my part. Mm. Because I think in the past, those people that were floating in that maybe camp, yeah, in the past, I would have kissed them, even though I didn't really want to. Mm. And then we would never go out again, and I'd be like, why did I kiss that guy? I didn't even want to. Interesting. I mean, if you broke down if you broke down the people I really wanted to have that goodbye kiss with, it, w- it would be less than eight. It would be less than eight. But, yeah. you know, none of them were situations that I felt was, like, a forced thing or I felt unsafe or, like, my boundaries broken. It was, like, one of those I just was, like, shrug, like, all right, let's see what this is. Let's see if this totally. changes my mind, you know? And that's I, that's where – when I say better boundaries, I literally, I just mean like individually on my own being like, I don't feel good. I mm-hmm. haven't felt good in those scenarios in the past. Not because of anything he did. Yeah. I maybe. was there kissing too, <laughs> but just being like, I kissed back. I kissed, I kissed back. back. Yeah. <laughs> but like actively, but I, then I often would be like, ugh, I didn't really want yeah. to, or like, you know, I wish I hadn't kissed that guy. So actually when I looked at this and was like, oh, I I actually do – I simultaneously wish that I'd made out more this year while also being happy with myself that I didn't regret kissing anyone. Okay. All right. I respect that. So I guess – Wait. What about, the, what about the big question though? How many of these people two. you went on dates with did you cry over? Oh, I thought you. I thought the sex one was the big one. Oh, the- I didn't. I didn't know if you were going to share that. So I'll, oh, I'll, I'll take two. hot juicy info too. Okay. It's two. Um, people could probably decide who they who those people are. Um, I only cried over one, and I was actually very very surprised to go back and realize that I never cried over the disco ball. I mean, I think that's mostly because of the uh, brutal ending on that one. 
probably i mean everyone knows i cried over the roar because i posted a video while crying so that's an obvious one and i cried several times over the rower Mm -hmm. including after we broke up when it like you know waves will hit you whatever but i was surprised with myself that i and i think you're right i think i think some of it is like a kind of fuck that guy mentality of like wow that was really shitty that he never responded to me what the fuck yeah and and I never went to that emotion like I never went to that emotional crying place about it. Mm-hmm. I, I I wish he hadn't done that. I'm not happy that that happened. Yeah, but that I I do think that that's why I didn't cry over him. But I was surprised going back to be like, wait, I I didn't. Mm. I got that. I was, it was interesting. So yeah, so only uh, only tears over. I cried a whole lot this year, just only <laughs> only over one dude in particular. Cried for plenty of other um, reasons. Yeah, I cried. I cried a decent amount over 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 my dude too. I feel that. Yeah. Oh well. Oh. On to the wow. next. There's always yes, another bust. On, on to 2023. Hopefully, more kissing and less crying. Yes. Hope that. Hope that for everybody. Yes. Yeah. More kissing <laughs> and less crying in 2023. Let's do it. Yeah, less tears. All right. Well. This was a fun. This was definitely a fun experiment to do. So if people people feel so inclined, I encourage you to go go look, see your own patterns, see if you make any new goals for 2023. Yeah, I am. I'm gonna ask you to help me stay accountable to my desire to meet people in person. I'll do my so, best. I'll do my best, especially while you're still here, because after you're gone, I'm just staying home all the time. So yeah, you gotta get out there, baby. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Yeah. All right, we'll talk to you all next week. Bye.